Well, five years ago, the National Australia Bank was in deep damage control after its reputation was smashed during the Banking Royal Commission. When top executives were forced to resign, the board of Australia's second biggest bank turned to banking veteran Ross McEwen to take over as chief executive and to restore lost trust with Australians. Now Ross McEwen's time is up. The 66-year-old is retiring and making way for Andrew Irvin, currently the head of the NAB's business bank. The ABC's senior business correspondent Peter Ryan has been speaking with both bankers and Peter joins us now. Peter, you spent a year covering the Banking Royal Commission back in 2018 for your sins. What role did Ross McEwen play in the very dark days uh, following that for the NAB? Well, good morning, Sarah. As you can imagine, this really was a, a crisis for the NAB at the time after the Royal Commission's scathing final report. The bank's then chief executive, Andrew Thorburn, and chairman, Ken Henry, the former Treasury chief, they were both forced to I suppose, walk the plank after um, revelations and evidence of bad banking behaviour under their watch. Enter Ross McEwen, a New Zealander with big banking credentials, once at the Commonwealth Bank as the head of retail banking. He missed out on the top job as CEO at the CBA, but he went on to become chief executive of the Royal Bank of Scotland, which you might recall had to be bailed out by the British government after the global financial crisis. So you could say he came to the NAB with high-level crisis management experience. It's being replaced by Andrew Irvin, currently uh, the head of the NAB's Business and Private Banking Division, a one-time top executive at uh, Canada's Bank of Montreal. Now, as you mentioned, I spoke to both veteran bankers about the big issues of scams, the future of cash, even checks, but I began by asking Ross McEwen about restoring trust at the NAB when he started in late 2019 after the Royal Commission and how his skills as one of the last old school bankers came in pretty handy. Well, one of the things that I looked at when I first got here was we just needed to get back to basics in banking. Probably from where I'd come from, Peter, at the Royal Bank of Scotland, it was just a different challenge for me. And I believed that underneath NAB was an incredibly good franchise, but we just had to work on it. And I thought if we did a good job with the bank, it would be recognised. And we're certainly on that journey, not finished, but certainly on that journey. And Ross, uh, you mentioned there your time at the Royal Bank of Scotland, uh, which you took on uh, after it was bailed out by the British taxpayer and then publicly owned for a period. That sort of crisis managed experience would have come in pretty handy at the NAB. Yes, it did. But it was always around how do you engage colleagues to really concentrate on doing the right thing by customers while you were trying to fix some of the issues that you'd got yourself into. And that was the same here, Peter. We had really good franchises, but I found that our colleagues were down in the mouth. They'd lost their mojo. And if we could concentrate on getting them back and just doing the basics well, we'd do okay. And I think that's proved to be the right strategy for this bank. And Andrew, you would have been watching the uh, Banking Royal Commission from afar, but as you um, prepare to come in as the new chief executive, do you feel confident that the NAB's got all that dirty laundry out of the way and there are no more ticking time bombs within the bank? Uh, We are a better bank today than we were three and a half years ago. And I've been part of the leadership team working with and for Ross to improve the foundations of of who we are as a bank. And my job working with 38,000 colleagues is going to be to continue to keep the bank safe, 
to innovate and to look after our customers. And Andrew, you said there that you plan to innovate, but what do you think about the future of checks? Are banks going to stop issuing them pretty soon or taking them, or is there still a demand? Every year, I think the check usage is falling by, it's pretty consistent, 5 to 10%. I think the government has already set a timetable for checks to be expunged, and we will work uh, with all the banks as an industry to do that in an orderly manner. And Andrew, also on, on a similar theme, what about the future of cash? Fewer people are using it, even Armaguards having trouble making money out of delivering money, but a lot of people are still demanding it. How are you going to be navigating cash? because that's going to be one of the the big issues that banks face. It's a real one for us. We're seeing that at our ATMs. Uh, We're seeing decline of cash in our branches as well. Uh, I personally was just at a store just recently and they actually wouldn't accept cash. I had to pay by card. So Ross McEwen, will cash still be around and being used in 5, 10, 20 years' time? It's going to be less cash uh, circulating. There's a lot of cash out there. There's more cash than there's ever been. But I don't see a cashless society. I just see less cash being used as the medium for payment. But there's a lot of people still who use cash in their normal way of doing business, but it's uh, less people using it in a transaction form. And Ross, you and I have talked a lot over the last couple of years about fraud and scams, but have you got the feeling now that scammers really are the 21st century bank robbers? Peter, um, I'm old enough to have seen people come into the bank with a gun and try and take cash off our tellers. Then they went to the forging of checks. Then they went to taking it out of your ATMs and blowing up your ATMs with gas and all sorts of things. Uh, and now it's it's very much online scamming. 90, 95% of everything that's coming at us is coming from a technology source that's controlled by either social media media or by a telco. This is theft at its worst. And Ross, just speaking about history there, given that you've been around for a long time, were you one of those early bankers where there had to be a roster where people had to be the person having the gun when the bank was closed or over weekend? <laughs> no, not that old, Peter, but I, but I did go out to uh, uh, spend some time at Armaguard recently where they you know, took me through the gun practice and uh, I experienced that. But uh, no, we've still got staff in the place who uh, used to have gun practices as branch stuff but those days certainly over and no I haven't experienced that. That's Ross McEwen the outgoing head of the National Australia Bank uh, being called old there by our senior business correspondent Peter Ryan and his successor before that Andrew Irvin. Peter Ryan great interviews Um, so we're heading for not a cashless society but a less cash society. Yeah, less cash but uh, it's really declining as we've been hearing uh, the Reserve Bank uh, talking about declining cash and also Armaguard, those big armoured trucks that deliver cash around town, they're in negotiation with the big four banks to try to find a way of making it profitable because um, even though ba- uh, cash needs to be out there in banks, um, fewer people want it, but it still needs to be delivered to um, you know supermarkets and other businesses. And we've just heard recently that even the politician uh, Bob Catter uh, reckons that he got knocked back for a cash transaction in Parliament House. And uh, so it's becoming quite a big deal out there. Peter Ryan, thank you.